Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Dream Podcast. Through this audio platform, you will yearn to achieve, rise, reject mediocrity, discover purpose, and relentlessly pursue your destiny. The Dream Podcast, brought to you by Prodigious Studios. Um, we've made the mistake in society of telling people that before you do something, you have to have it all figured out. You have to have the qualification or you have to... Um, and then I realized, hey, I might think I'm not prepared for this and I might think that I don't know how this works. But I backtracked to all the moments in my life where God is actually preparing me. Good people, welcome to the Dream Podcast. This is our 20th episode. Um, today is a pretty special episode for me. Reason being is because um, I'm beginning my interviewing series, right? And um, couldn't think of anybody better to start this interviewing series with. Um, today I've got Sandir Somi, And um, right in front of me, I've got her profile, which I'm really, really eager and excited to read. Um, so Sandir Somi is a trailblazer paving her own trail for a generation of young people. And without a doubt, I'm a witness of this because of the work that she's doing and the work that she's doing, I admire on a very large scale. She's a writer, presenter, MC, brand influencer, the Vitz Becom student, Golden Key Scholar, and a philanthropist. She's the founder of an online magazine website called Candid Conversations. Not only does she write her own pieces, but she gives room for other young African writers to express their ideas in the written word on the website. Hmm. She has a passion for presenting and emceeing events with her love for public speaking, being crafted from high school. Sandira co-founded the Finance Gym, which is a financial literacy educational website that creates content centered around curing the financial illiteracy epidemic in our country. Now, that's a game changer. She's the co-founder of an MPO called Kanyisa, which works extensively with young people from disadvantaged communities to fast-track their progress to self-actualization by hosting workshops and monthly seminars. Her purpose is to be a light that inspires others to let their light shine. We've got a special guest on the line, Sandira Msomi. Hello, and how are you? Hi, Letavo. Um, thank you so much for bringing me onto your platform. It's, it's an honor. Um, I must say, I was a bit exhausted from the day I had, but as soon as I logged onto this call, um, I just got revitalized and excited. So I'm doing very, mm. very well. Thank you. Um, and thank you for inviting me. It's an honor. Really, it is. Of course, any time. I think it's important for for us to have these kind of conversations because what you're doing is really amazing and you're busy with quite a lot of stuff. So I'm really interested in unpacking and unearthing your journey and you giving us a few stories and a bit of, about yourself. You know, first of all, um, yeah, mm. thank you for being here, you know, which is, which is really dope to have you here. So thank firstly, you, thank you, Gabong. Yeah, no problem. So firstly, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start off with like a, a laid back question. I don't want this to be too serious, right? So Okay. So so on 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 Twitter, right? So I saw on Twitter recently you posted something, right? Oh my gosh. I post a lot of stuff on Twitter, so I'm trying to think. <laughs> really? Okay. So the, this Yeah, my, yeah, yeah. This is my chance to get you. You posted something on Twitter and you said, you said, okay, you said, Mjolo is not a game that I'm ready to play now. 
can 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 you please tell us let's see uh why exactly is 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 that your perspective at this current moment in time oh my goodness out of all the tea to keteleo but nonetheless um no i just i i realized recently that on social media a lot of the time especially on twitter people you know post about their relationships and um you know you you, you see abantu are you know entering the realm of relationships and are putting that as something that is part of their lives and i mean i even have one of my peers that i went to high school with who recently got married and i was like yo so people are out here really um living in love land um yeah. but i just thought about myself personally and i was like I know the current state that I'm in right now in my life and the things that I want to achieve and do um in business in the space of entertainment philanthropy and so you know everything in our lives is positioned at a certain phase and I don't think that right now um it is the phase for me to enter a fully committed relationship because a relationship is not it's not uklanumaskalobe it's a real yeah, 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 thing yeah. it's you know it's 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 a it's a commitment after all because you you mm-hmm. you hope to spend your life with the person that you're dating or you're married to yeah. um and i just want to do everything i want to do with my life whether it's travel whether it's you know you know being as as not as busy but as committed to making my dreams a reality and yeah. hopefully then when all of that is done Jolo will come in after all of that. Okay. So yeah, that was that's that was why I made the tweets. Yeah, yeah. I like it. <laughs> I think I think I think that's important, right? And I think in order for you to achieve great things and in pursuit of the dream, you've got to have focus, right? Yes, yes. Speak to us about the importance, the importance of focus. And I want you to 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 tell us um especially the people who are listening I'm, i know there will be people who relate to your story were you always this focused or is it something that you developed as time went by yeah so i i think i was always focused because right from high school i think i'd say or even like senior primary school i i always was committed to to being the best me um whether as an academics or my family or whatever space i was in i was always someone who wanted to achieve great things and mm-hmm. and just be a high achiever and so right from from senior primary i was you know always top of my grade all the way to high school mm-hmm. and so i always focus to you know just do my best and be my best and give off everything i could in whatever space um it was in and that helped me a lot because throughout high school um i did quite a bit from public speaking to being head prefect yeah. to you know well academically and it just took that focus for me to say you know what i want to build a better life for myself for my family um and for my community and for that i need to you know stay focused i need to know what i want in life and i need to consciously work towards that to get it um and i must say i was influenced a lot by my family um especially my parents my parents are people who who work hard and they work consistently um and i look up to my dad a lot because he um mm. he has I think a lot of my work ethic comes from him because I mean he wakes up every single morning same time to go to work and come back and he's done a lot of things um in terms of starting his own companies and all of that and so I'd see him work hard all the time to you know build a better life for himself and his family and that energy I think has 
it was something passed down to me and I have used it throughout my whole life. And I think in staying focused, the one thing that I'll say now is that as I've gotten older, I've learned that focus is great, but you also need to focus on the things that are meant for you and focusing on the right thing because yeah. you can spend time focusing on something that isn't part of God's plan for your life. You know, so I think having the grounding of, you know, having focus and having a good work ethic and, you know, being determined to live a better life, that's great. But I think as yeah. I got older and I matured, I realized that I need to channel my focus into the spaces that, you know, I want to be in and yeah. the plan that God has for my life. And once wow. you start mixing focus with focus in the right areas, I think that will set your life up for so much productivity and progress and development. And um, once you start focusing on things that are part of your purpose and, you know, part of, you know, the plan for your life, you'll see that that focus will not only serve you, but I think it will serve um, the people around you and you'll get to influence yeah. and impact a boundary that you interact with on a daily basis. And so that's that's been my journey into focus. So, I mean, yeah. I've made a lot of mistakes along the way. I'm not perfect at all, not mm-hmm. one bit from yeah. friendships and, you know, making mistakes there and losing focus there to even, you know, academically and in my university journey, because that as well wasn't a straightforward journey. But all of yeah. those moments have sort of sharpened my edges to give me a better focus that I can use today. So, yeah, yeah. you know, it's, you're not meant to be perfect on the journey, but I think as you, as, as you experience things in life and you make mistakes and you achieve success, that focus mm-hmm. becomes sharpened to the point where it gets better and better as you get older. Yeah. And yeah. God perfects you as you go, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. I think I think that's really uh, proper. That's significant. Reason why is because I know how you know um, a lot of us, a lot of us young people who are trying to do you know something or who are trying to be to 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 embark on meaningful endeavors um, and make an impact. We believe um, it's sort of this fallacy that we believe that we have to be um, perfect in order to be. Uh, in order for people to relate with us and with our story, but mm. people relate to realness. Mm. You know? And I like how you spoke about, I like how you spoke about mistakes. Speak to us about mistakes. Yeah. And how have your mistakes shaped you in your journey? Mm, that's that's a beautiful question. Um, because I was, I was the type of person who thought I had to be perfect. And not perfect in the sense that I'm just this saint sent all the way from Emma Zulwini. But, um, you know, to avoid make, making mistakes, my biggest fear, I think, growing up was making mistakes because I knew that uh, I grew up in a pretty strict household. So whenever you did anything wrong, you'd know, would see, you'd feel the fire at the end of the day. And so that made me very scared to make mistakes. But I think as, as, I, as I've gotten older, um, and as I've made mistakes, it's it's made me more accepting and, and happy to make mistakes because that's how I've learned. I think the biggest mistake that I made, that I have made that has really helped me carve out a path for myself in my life was um, choosing my university degree. So it happened was um, in matric, I, 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 I really didn't know what I wanted to do. 
Um, I knew that I was, I was a straight A student. I did very well in school and I knew that if I applied for anything, I'd get accepted. Um, and you know how it is when you're smart, your parents are like, ah, and all of those things. Yeah, yeah. Um, I sort of just, you know, I sort of just fed into what everyone else thought I should do because I, I myself didn't have a, a solid understanding of who I was at that wow. stage. And I was, I was around 17. So I, I didn't, I didn't really know the capacity of my abilities and talents, um, which is something that I think younger people who are still in high school should, should, you know, work on to be aware of what you're gifted and talented in. But um, yeah, to continue my story in matric, I ended up getting a bursary from an audit from an audit and accounting firm. Um, and they offered me a bursary to study um, a degree in accounting, obviously towards the CASA route. Um, and at the time, I didn't know what I wanted to do. And I'm a person who, who loves opportunities. Um, and I like spotting opportunities to see how, you know, I can benefit from them and use them. Um, so I took the opportunity and I registered for accounting at VITS. Um, I did my first year. It, was, it was, went well. I got my A's. I qualified for Golden Key and everything was hunky-dory. Mm-hmm. And then second year came and, you know, first semester was, it went pretty well. And then in the second semester, I remember, you know, going through a period in time where I, I knew intrinsically that, oh my gosh, I made a mistake this is not where I'm meant to be. I'm not meant to be an accountant. I know that I'm meant to be, I'm meant to be in business and entrepreneurship, but this is not the space where I can fully exercise my capacity. And at the time, I think, you know, I was going through a phase where I was being exposed to a lot of the talents that I had that I was not noticing and paying attention to. One of them was, things like presenting and emceeing and speaking and creating content. That was something I started doing yeah. a lot in 20, 2019. Um, and I got a lot of opportunities to present for different shows and emcee for different events and create, you know, content. And I realized that I'm actually meant to be someone who creates things of value to mm-hmm. give out to the world and hopefully other people will appreciate it. Um, and I just, you know, I, I, I tweeted about it the other day and I said, I think the reason why I didn't, you know, like the accounting roots is because I'm a person who likes to create things, not yeah. a person who likes to be fed information to replicate. Mm-hmm. And that's really the profession. You're, you learn all the accounting standards yeah. to redo them in whatever business you work for. You know, so the mistake that I made in matric was not being aware of who I am and what I'm meant to do, ignoring the signs. And, you know, it reminds me of how Oprah says, your life whispers to you. And if you don't listen to the whisper, the whispers become loud and loud and loud up until you are forced to pay attention. You know, so paying attention is something I didn't do. And I think for... For the longest time, as a child growing up into high school, I did things like drama. And so I was always an expressive person who had lots of creative ideas. But somehow, I think we get stuck in trying to to go after the things that seem, I guess, validated to people. 
Um, and we look at things like financial benefits and, you know, will I make money from this profession or this avenue? Mm. Uh, and those things influence our decisions. But I think making the mistake of not paying attention and being authentic to myself was something I had to pay the, pay the price for. Yeah. But um, after realizing that, I ended up shifting my degree and doing something different and also focusing and channeling my efforts on still creating content and doing things like writing and presenting which I focused on a lot now. But I must say, had I not gone through that whole process, I don't think I would have ended up coming back to my true self, you know? So it was a mistake that I made, but I think in the mistake, it was perfectly illustrated by God. Because even if I didn't, you know, even if I didn't... um, choose the accounting route at first, I would have never gone to Johannesburg. And that that's the space really for anyone who's creative. And that environment unlocked a lot in me that I didn't know was inside of me. So already I can tell and through all of that, I ended up finding myself again, you know? So yeah. the mistakes are great because if you can learn from them, they can change your life. Um, I'd say, I'd say to anyone though, you know, be authentic to yourself, pay attention, listen to the things that life tells you so that you don't make those mistakes. But even if you do know, Ukuti, that mistake was there to, you know, push you in the right direction. You know, they always say that things don't fall apart, they fall into place. And that is exactly the testament of Impiloyan. Wow. I think... Wow, I think a lot of people can relate to that, even myself, because mm. we think that we think that mistakes are there to take us off course. Some mistakes could be self-inflicted and you know have the ability to take us off course, but the beauty of always being um within the the, the plan of the creator for you is that he will create a navigation system for your mistakes mm. to help you to achieve destiny as well, mm. you know? And I think when, when you speak about your mistakes and when you speak about how you learn from your mistakes mm. and how that's a game changer, I think somebody listening um, has to be encouraged that their mistakes are not there to take them off course. Their mistakes are just there to assist them to fulfill destiny. It's never too late, you know? And that's why I love mm. your story, you know. And Agreed. Yeah, I, I love your story. Talk to us about um, Standiwe, who has just arrived in Johannesburg. So she, she's coming from Durban, and she, she, she's just arrived in this big city, mm. big city of opportunity. Um, university trajectory is just about to begin. So speak to us about that and how, how, what you learned there and speak to us about that journey. Mm. So Sandiwe, on her first day, when her parents dropped her off at Vids, I was like, mm, that drop finally. Off. <laughs> that, that drop off. I feel like a drop off no. is, yeah, a drop off <laughs> is, is mixed emotions. And not only, well, I can't relate. I'm not in university yet, mm. but not only university, but that drop off anyway. You know, whether it's at a doctor's appointment, it could be a therapist appointment, it could be uh, a a day where you're going to write an exam, could be the first day at university, you know, that, that, and you're alone, you're alone. Mm. 
no, yeah, you so. you are alone. You are alone. Um, I can recall though on the first first day when I was officially alone. Um, a part of me was just like, oh my gosh, I actually get to live by myself. This is something I've never ever done because my whole life I've always lived with lots and lots of family. Um, and I was just like, okay, how am I going to navigate this new chapter of my life? How am I going to, you know, go about finding my own voice and my own independence? Because prior to that, I was quite a restricted child. I was, I had the parent, I have the parents who. Um, when I'd go out with my friends, I'd have to ask five days before. And the the yes or no is never guaranteed. So, um, you know, I was forced to get used to the independence and use it very, very wisely. But I was, I can remember being very excited, um, very, you know, just happy and, and, and embracing of new experiences. Cause I'm a person who, you know, I never shy away yeah. from new experiences. I always look to what I can, you know, learn from it, what I can experience from it. Um, and yeah. I also had quite a few students as well who went to my high school. So it's not as if I knew no one there. And so that familiarity as well also helped me adjust very, very well to that space. But I just remember being very excited. I, be, I remember being super eager to, you know, get to work and, you know, work hard and learn. Um, although I must say, when I look at Ustandi then, back in 2018, in her first year, um, I had a very narrow picture of what university would be like. You know, I thought it was just going to be similar to high school and all of that. But not, I didn't know what I was in yeah. for an experience that was not just going to challenge me academically, but it was going to challenge me, you know, mentally, emotionally, physically, um, in every way, when from from personal finances yeah. to friendships yeah. to you know so many other realms so i must say i came in very naive to the whole thing um but it, it's in the, the okay. innocence and the naive it, yeah it is it, it is really really okay because you know at least then you know witty you're a perfect candidate for learning and experiencing new things as opposed to I appreciate the fact that, you know, I had a very sheltered childhood because um, it made me, you know, open to learning things um, about life in general and going through university and, you know, being in first year, it was, it was quite an experience, man. I have some great memories. <laughs> um, great memories. Okay, yeah. okay. Yeah, no, I have I have some great memories, things that um I did for the first time that I, you know, had never done. Um mistakes along the way that were made, achievements along the way that were made. Cause I remember also when I first started um at Vitz studying accounting, I was very nervous, you know, as although I was just like, you know what, I can do this. Um, I'm going to succeed in this because prior to that, I had never done accounting in high school. So I was up for the challenge. I was up for, you know, doing something new. But deep down inside, I kept on asking myself, you know, will I succeed in this? Is this what I'm meant to do? Um, I was I was very scared. And I think it's something that a lot of first-year students go through, especially Maoyo Funda with the bursary, because, you know, you you hang on a thin line, Goba. You have to work 
towards maintaining that bursary um, yeah. and achieving all the marks. So that was something as well that sort of fed my anxiety and insecurity at the time. Um, and there were moments where, you know, I would fail a test and like dismally, dismally fail the test. And I'd call my mom and be, and I'd be like, I'm so tired. I'm so, you know, it's, it, 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 there yeah. were always times like that. Um, because of, you know, just how the university experience is like. Um, but as I said before, I think from first year onwards, all those those obstacles along the way, and yeah. they really did pave the way for the person I am now. Hmm, wow. So the, the hurdles, yeah. obstacles paved the way. And, and anybody's hurdles and obstacles can pave their way as well, mm-hmm. you know? And I think... Um, a lot of people think they have to go into university or college or a new stage in their life having the blueprint of it. You know, you can't go into yeah, mm. a new chapter mm. of your life with the blueprint. You create the blueprint, you know. And yeah, I yeah. I, yeah, I think um, we've made the mistake in society of telling people that before you do something, you have to have it all figured out. You have to have the qualification or you have to, if you want to start a business, you have to have a business degree or you have to, you know, have certain things. Um, And I thought that way for a very, very long time. And it just came from me wanting to always be certain about things. Mm -hmm. But I just, I realized that the minute you let go of your need to know and your, your love for that security and certainty, that is when life will start to marvel you and surprise you because a lot of the things that I've gone into, whether it's candid conversations or the world of presenting, those are all things I did without even a mind map or a clue of how to do it. Wow. You know, um, most of the, I, I remember my first um, presenting gig or job, so to say, was for um, a YouTube channel called The Info Session. And the funny story about that Which was... You the the. <laughs> Uh, thank you. And the funny story about that production was that the creator of the production saw one of the one of my videos that I made on YouTube. At the time, I had a YouTube channel called Conversations with the Feminist, and I just created content centered around feminism and women's rights and trying to inform people about that. And he saw one of my videos and he sent me a DM and he said, mm-hmm. Hi, I like you know the way you, you speak and articulate yourself. Do you want to be a presenter for the show? And a part of me was like, I I have not presented a show in my entire life. I don't know what is I don't know what that is like. I don't know the world of it. I didn't come to Johannesburg to be a presenter or to do any of that. But the 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 person in me, Ochezatandukfuna, isn't isn't just said yes, I'll do it. Um, and so I remember the first first interview I did was with Uba Peter Mashiro. He's he's an actor on a lot of local productions. Um, and that was the first interview I ever did with him. And I arrived on set and there were cameras and lights. And I was like, okay, this is new. I've never done this. Mm. I don't know how this goes, but 
you know, I just chose to to listen to what everyone was saying on sets, you know, to listen to what the director was saying about which camera to look into, what to say, how to say it. Um, and then I realized, Uti, hey, I might think I'm not prepared for this and I might think that I don't know how this works. But I backtracked to all the moments in my life where God is actually preparing me for something that I'm going to do for quite a while. Because throughout high school, I was, I think I spent 90% of high school just speaking in debates, speeches at school, and, and always being in that space of always using my voice to engage with people. And so when I saw Wootsie along the way, I had actually been building up the skills that I didn't even know that I would need. I knew that, okay, I might not know the technicalities of this industry, but um, this is something I've been honing for a long time, even if I wasn't aware of it. And I am confident enough to do this and draw from the experience. So, um, you know, this thing of wanting to know the whole journey um, along the way, it's, it doesn't help because you just need to say yes to an opportunity. And once you say yes, you'll never know what unfolds. And you might think that you are unprepared, but um, we're as prepared as we can be for the moment in time that we're in. Yeah, mm, that's that's amazing. Just say yes to the opportunity because the opportunity will be the gateway to much greater things in your life. Um, uh, I want you to speak about, well, okay, we had you as our, our presenter. So we have you basically as our presenter for our conference that we're live streaming later on this year. How how was your experience? Mm. Because honestly speaking, that was my first time meeting you, right? But I had known you and we had um, known one another for quite a while. We have been speaking for quite a while. And that was the first time meeting you. You came through to the studio and we worked. And it was so amazing seeing you um, do your thing, gelling with the team. And, you know, how was your experience there? And, you know, how what, what, what did you gain? What were your takeaways from, from that experience? Mm. Um, first of all, I just want to say thank you for even thinking of me to, to you know, hold down such a big production that you guys are putting on. I don't take it lightly and um, it's a privilege for me to have been in that space. Um, the experience for me was amazing. It, it, it was just another reminder of my passion and love for, you know, creating content and being on camera to do something that will hopefully touch you know, other people's lives once people see the actual conference that we filmed. So um, the experience was, you know, just another affirmation of the fact that I'm in the right space and I'm doing what I love and everything is a, is a stepping stone to whatever else God has in store for me. Um, it was definitely a learning experience because, um, you know, I, I often at times suffer from the imposter syndrome where I'm just like, you know, there's people who actually study for this and there's people who have been doing this for years. And I really am just working from, you know, the gifts that God has given me. And there's times where I think I'm undeserving of those experiences. Yeah. But, um, you know, when I'm actually doing it, I realize that it's a learning experience. And every yeah. single time I get to do it, I hone my craft, I perfect it. And mm. that that for me is the fulfillment and the joy in it. Um, but the whole the whole conference itself um, was 
you know, it's it's so nice to also be a part of a production that feeds something you're passionate about. I'm passionate about, you know, people developing themselves and forming a vision for their lives and being driven. So when you also get to do something within a space, it just becomes an added bonus, yeah. you know, and I can't wait for people to see the conference.